Okay, here we go. The Panda Mega Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. The Panda Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and last go. Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. Hold on, hold on, all right? I'm getting my makeup on. Here we are, episode 48. Hard to believe. Hair and makeup. 48 episodes. Am I turning up the wrong... Oh, here it is. You okay? You know, in technical problems, in the broadcast world, technical problems means (laughs) fuck-ups. That's really what it is. What am I doing? We're here on episode 48. And by the way, I want you all to know that we're sponsored by Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, the... uh, The hair doctors for guys like Brian Scalabrini, although it is harder to find his color. (laughs) Uh, Wes Welker, Chris Gronkowski, he's the other Gronk. Tom Curran, Tom Karen, who should really be joined at the hip. Rob Ninkovich and David Portnoy, and of course, yours truly, 1-800-GET-HAIR. Also sponsored by BetOnline.ag and uh, the Joe Fish restaurants in North Andover and North Reading, and uh, my grandma's dot com, my grandma dot com. Yeah. Now you might think, <laughs> don't think. I know what you're thinking. Oh boy, gee, <laughs> not but one of those sites. She does answer. <laughs> What's that phone number, Mikey? I want to gum you, Mikey. One eight hundred eight grandma. That's the phone number. One eight hundred eight grandma, and grandpa will tell you all about it. <laughs> Uh, the greatest coffee cake on the face of the earth. Uh, you may have recognized Ben's here, Smitty's here, and yep. the return of Dino. Like a badass penny. This is great, though. Yep. I'll tell you why. And the main reason is, not the main reason, we love having you in, but your episode kicked ass. Can't imagine why. You beat everybody's other. Really? We've had so many fabulous. We've had Hall of Famers on here, and, uh, and your, your episode beat them for downloads. I don't wow. know what it is. You, you still got it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know what it was? When you go to a cocktail party and somebody says, what do you do? The guy says, I sell insurance. What do you say? Fascinating. <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> well, I don't sell insurance. Well, you, I got other shit I can tell you. What, life and car, life auto, and home? Car, yeah. What do you have? <laughs> yeah, and let's, let's talk about it for a half hour. Never mind this game that's on. <laughs> uh, so Dino's back. John Dennis, who spent, uh, what, 20 years yeah. on the morning show yeah. at WEI. I mean, before that, how many years? 20. 7, 20 and 20. Broke it up, round numbers. 20 at Channel 7, 20 at EI. So you're a pretty famous Bostonian. I don't know. I don't think there's any question yeah. about that. Uh, did you ever make the, what is it, uh, Best of Boston, Most Influential List? Or best I did dressed, not, or? but I am at, um, what's the restaurant where they have all the caricatures on the wall? Oh, oh, yes. The Palm. Right. The Palm. Yeah. There's me. Yeah, you're you're yeah. in there, huh? <laughs> That's good. My name's on the but wall. But there's marinara so. sauce all over me. Somebody splattered me. Are you on the wall of the Kowloon? I am not. Okay, then it's not worth <clears throat> it. No, no, no. Yeah. I, my name's on, my number's on the wall, a lot of restaurants, but you got to go, go all the way. That's the, the bathroom. 617 area code for a good time. That's right. I like when, it, when it, the, sometimes the writing, the graffiti on bathroom walls is the funniest. Like, you know, you're looking up there, you're at the urinal, you're looking straight ahead like most people do. Yeah, you're taking yeah. a leak, and there's one that says, what are you looking up here for? The joke's in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> or or I, I, the, the, I, I had one that really was the greatest. It was in New York in the uh, Port Authority, the uh, bus station. Yeah. And I'm sitting down. I'm in, I'm, oh, I had business gee. to do. Good I'm Lord. sitting down. I look over to the right of me, and, and in pencil it says, fuck you. <laughs> and then down below, this is New York. No, yeah. Down below, in, in pen, bigger and darker, it says, no, fuck you, <laughs> underlined. And down in the bottom, in black magic marker, it says, fuck all of you. <laughs> I, mean, I think this is New York. You actually defecated in a bathroom in a bus terminal Well, I did the crouch. New York. I didn't touch the seat. Oh, you hovered? I hovered. You hovered? <laughs> in the crouch. Oh, my God. Like taking a snap from the center. You couldn't have found a, like an O-bomb pan or yeah. a Wendy's or Is something? Is that worse than me sleeping on the floor of Grand Central Station? Ooh. Yes. Wait. No, anything in the bathroom okay. is right. worse. You don't, even, you don't have to go to O-bomb pan. You just bring the pan with you, <laughs> and you just take care of wherever you are. You know, that's talent, though, Mike. That's right. The crouch. That's right. Yeah. So, anyway, last summer's episode, it was just a few months, it was a couple months ago. Yeah, a couple Dino's months. in here. And uh, the highest rated, if, if ratings are such a thing, in do- downloads, I guess is what we're talking about, of all of our 48 episodes, Ooh. the 48 contiguous episodes we had, that was a top <laughs> lower one. 48, we call it. So we said, we, we got to bribe Dino to come back in here or something. I don't know. I said, I'll send over a lift card for, to get him. <laughs> <laughs> That's so we'll make sure this happens. And That's not what got it done. You're going to depart from Florida like the snowbird that you have become. A week from Saturday, 
So you can start breaking into my house after that. I are noticed you hosting the, uh, the, the G7? I'm not. I'm not. The okay. Florida plates are on the car yes, already. Yes. Yeah, I saw them. Yeah. We're driving this year. That's awesome. Yeah, we're driving. We're going to do the leaf peeping golfing thing on the way down the yep, coast. Yeah. But the key to drive to Florida is don't ever leave on a Monday, a Tuesday, a Wednesday, a Thursday, <laughs> or a Friday. Leave on a Saturday morning. That way you deal with uh, Boston, yeah, right. New York, Philadelphia, yeah. Baltimore, on Washington days. on off days. Sure. Because no matter when you leave, you're going to hit traffic in one of those hell holes. Right. Yeah, so. yeah, there's a lot of them on the way oh. to Florida. And even when you get to Florida, there's a lot of hell holes. Yeah. I don't know what it is with that state. And the coastline's beautiful. The, you know, in the cities and the resorts and all that stuff. You get oh, inside. Them and breeders. Them and breeders. It's a weird <laughs> You shit. sure do have a pretty mouth, Mike. <laughs> that is a pretty-looking mouth, boy. I got robbed in Florida. It's the only time I've ever gotten robbed before. Oh, you know, it's, I mean, it's just unbelievable. What town did you get robbed in? Uh, it was in North Fort Myers. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because the NECN travel budget put me at the, you know, Quality Inn or whatever Just off of Martin Luther King Boulevard. I got so... I know where that is. You, yeah, yeah, you know where it is. Yeah, it's, it's not a great neighborhood. That whole Route 6, 60, whatever it is. What's the route that goes up to... Oh, 41. 41. 41. Oh. Tamiami. Do you know that's called Tamiami? Is that... Is Tampa, it? Miami Highway. It was the highway that existed... Before. Before 75. Yeah. And before 95, or whatever right. the one is on the other side. It's like um, Route 53 in the South Shore. Before three was put right, right. Yeah. Original, uh, yeah, yeah. original travel route. Yeah. Well, Route Forty One blows. The left side. If you head north, the left side of Route Forty One is all not. It's all night, and the and the, uh, the east side of Route Forty One is like you better have a forty four on your Forty One. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is a bad neighborhood. You know, I picked up a girl hitchhiking there, and I dropped her off. I tried to drop her off in the neighborhood, and all of a sudden, the cops swooped down on us. Woo, woo, from everywhere, six of them. And I thought she's a crackhead. Yeah, yeah. I just given her a ride, a ride, you know. And I'll bet you did. I was a little upset when I picked her up. She had like, you know, she she had Randy Johnson's face. Oh. <laughs> anyway, that's that's a story for. And her you gave her a ride. <laughs> I did. I was I was trying to be a nice guy. I'm still giving people rides, by the way, but it'll cost you. Um, so you're heading off to Florida. Now you moved. You're not in the Fort Myers area anymore. No, in uh, just south of Sarasota. It's called Venice. Yeah, not Venice, Italy. Venice, Florida. But right. You know, notice Venice, Naples, all those kinds of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got a We're whole in Italian Venice, thing. Venice, Florida. Orlando. Is there Corleone? <laughs> oh, you took your name from your city. Uh, is there a town called Corleone in Florida? Uh, I don't think so. I don't, know. I don't think so. No. <laughs> Before you even ask. I'm going to tell you what my picks for the week are because we are brought to you by BetOnline.ag, which is the premier uh, betting website. BetOnline.ag, where you go and you put in a little deposit. It's called your Hello Happy Initial Deposit. Welcome to the program type of thing with using the code CLNS50 to get a 50% welcome bonus. But before you do that, you're going to want to write down what I make for my picks because I'm a freaking Nostradamus when it comes to this stuff. Hey, how'd you do out. last week, Mikey? I don't have, can't care to talk about that. We're pressed for time here, Smitty, but thanks for asking. Uh, this week's picks, here's what I do. I'm going to wrap all these together in a six-point, a seven-point tease. You don't want to talk about your winning or I'm losing streak? I'm going to talk about it, but off, off the air. Uh-huh. It's a seven-point <laughs> seven tease. I'm going to take all these six teams, and I'm going to bet 100 bucks. I'm going to win 600 bucks because these are all locks. The Vikings at home against the Redskins, minus eight and a half. Uh, this, again, seven-point teasers here. The Detroit Lions as a push. That's a win at home against the New York Giants because they suck. The Bears, plus three after the tease against the Chargers at home. Uh, the Rams, minus six uh, at home against the Bengals. They also really can't suck enough. And last but not least, the Patriots at home against the Cleveland Browns, minus six. You take all six of those, you bet yourself uh, 100 bucks, you win 600 That's how it works. BetOnline.ag is where to go for that. And some of you are out there saying, well, how can this guy be so cocky with all that great hair he's got on his head? Well, let me tell you, that's why I'm cocky. I got this hair from my own head. It's my own naturally growing hair, thanks to Dr. Robert Leonard and Dr. Matthew Lepresti at one 800 Get hair. It's Leonard Hair Transplant Associates. We grow on people. That's their motto, and they do, as my full head of hair will show you. I look like Michael Landon these days with all this hair, except that he's not alive. Uh, They have six locations for you. So call them and get a free no-obligation appointment with Dr. Leonard and Dr. Lepresti. You can go to Warwick, Newton Center, Braintree, Boston, Worcester, or Salem, New Hampshire to get rid of your baldness permanently with Dr. Robert Leonard and Leonard Hair Transplant Associates. Now, uh, last time you heard, we, we, the thing about Dino is, if you follow him on Twitter, is 
he can go off on anything at any given time, <laughs> and it's tremendously entertaining. Um, the last time you were here mm-hmm. on the on the program, we talked a little bit about uh, Jerry Callahan, yes, and what had happened, you know, in the very yeah. end of what was going on at WEI and the saga of everybody's departure and demise. And right. now, by the way, there's no one that works there anymore. Oh, Smitty does. <laughs> Smitty's still there. I know he, nothing. He stays in the closet yeah. and doesn't talk to anybody, right? right? Uh, unless someone needs something. But uh, I guess because Jerry Callahan came back out of, he was hiding for a while uh-huh. after he got fired. And he reappeared, and his first appearance was, guess where? Go ahead, Ben, guess. Kirk Show On the Kirk Minahan podcast. Whoa. So Who saw that coming? <laughs> Nobody. Really? So your name came up in relation to the, the conversation we had about uh, all, about your both, both of you departing. And should we play that clip? Do we have that clip? Let's Dino play. says that I when know. you were sick, you know, he says he's never said this before. He said like 50 times. He said that, he, that they went to Dino and were like, listen, we're going to give you a new contract. We want to get rid of Jerry. And Dino said, listen to me, God damn it. You <laughs> that, fucking, is, that is how 100% dare you? <laughs> false. In fact, just the opposite happened. In his defense, he doesn't remember anything. Oh, it's pickles. That's true. He doesn't remember that's anything. Soaked I mean, brain. Things like that. He didn't have a three-year contract. He had a five-year contract. Right. We both did. I right. mean. My agent got it for him. But why does he hate you more than me? Because he's afraid of you. He hates you more, but he's afraid of you. If he said that about you, he knows you'd go scorched earth, and he knows he has some secrets, and he's afraid you would go all in. They called you a liar. Well, I know what happened. I know what happened on the accounts of two or three different people who saw it happen. I know what I'm told, and I'm... when I confronted them with it, they said they weren't nearly as definitive about defending themselves in terms of asking Phil Zachary to replace me with Ordway when I was in alcohol rehab. Right. Yeah. Right. I yes. will admit to not remembering a lot of stuff, but that was only when I was drinking, <laughs> not when I was at work. Well, you know, that, that can have but so they went right to that. They yeah. went right to the oh that you don't remember anything because remember you were drinking. I remember everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've never known, even when you were, you know, at full full mast as a drinker, yeah. I, I don't remember you being forgetful. I was highly functional. I was a highly functional alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, um, it, well, it's called blackouts. It's the, the term is called blackouts, but that does not When you mean, don't sell out the stadium and you can't watch the home game? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> don't you hate when the Patriots are blacked out? When's the last time that's happened? Oh, man. Anyway. No, they're called blackouts, and it doesn't mean fainting and passing out and falling on the floor. Right. It means you, your memory has a blackout. And my doctor that helped me through my alcoholism and my sobriety and all that sort of stuff explained that in, in many, many cases, alcohol short-circuit the, the short-term memory. The stuff that you're hearing and talking about and responding to, and you ask me a question and Ben and I talk or right. whatever, you can do and you can handle because it's at the moment. But it completely, because of what the alcohol does to your brain, Short circuits going into any short-term or long-term memory bank. That's why you can have you know twenty or thirty-minute conversations with, in my case, my wife, uh, on a <laughs> on a Friday night, <laughs> and the next day I'll bring it up like it's never been mentioned before, right, right. and I'll get the eye roll, and I'll say, "We talked about that." And he said, "Yeah, for about twenty minutes last night." Uh-huh. That's a blackout. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and we've all had, I've had I've had those myself. Uh, are you surprised that? After all the time off the air that Jerry Callahan made his first uh, appearance, and not really on the air, but on the on the Minahan podcast. No, I'm not surprised. Because to me, it seems almost like they're both a little lost without each other. Well, you know what? I don't. I, don't, I, I know this is something you'd like to get. It, it really doesn't matter to me. Yeah. It really doesn't. I, I don't pay attention to it. I don't listen to much of talk radio, not because of anything against you know Christian or Glenn or anybody. I mean, right. if I turn it on, I'll turn it on. Sure. Um, but it, the whole thing is it, it's it's a rearview mirror kind of thing for me. Yeah. And it's almost like another part of my life that seems a long time ago. It's been three years, so I guess it is a long time ago. Has it been three? Yeah. Yeah. About three years Whoa. since I yeah. Oh yeah, I guess 2016, right? Uh, yeah. And it's funny because I am I am so blessed, Mikey. I really am. And and I have and I look at all the stuff that's happening in this world. I look at stuff that's happening to friends and relatives of mine. As an example, a relative of mine, um, I'm a brother-in-law, and his wife were in a, a, a head-on cr- traffic accident uh, on the South Shore. Both are in the hospital. Both are they're going to live. They're going to be fine, thank God. But their entire uh, broken neck, broken ribs, broken this, Whoa. broken that, rehab, spalding, re- you know. And so you go out to the store, you go to a dentist ap- appointment, and you get hit. hit head on by some idiot who crosses the lane, and your life is now forever changed. And I see these every single day. And you see it on the news, you see it with friends you've talked to, and I keep saying to myself, and this is like the only downside to my life, 
I really have had it extraordinarily good and very, very lucky. And very few bad things have happened to me. Yeah. The worst thing was self-inflicted was the alcohol situation. Sure. And, and I, and I can't, tragic events. Yeah. Or, yeah. And, I, and I can't help it. And my mom is 95 and doing great. Wow. She's, she's, she's sharp and she's together. Got a little walker. Can't go that fast. Does she need a lift ride every once in a while? She needs a lift. She could use a lift. And, and, and I keep saying, when, when does the crap I can say, when does this shit hit the fan for me? You know, and I might drive out of here tonight and you know get hit head on. And the answer is, well, tonight's tonight. No, we won't let that happen. Oh, thank you. This but, is definitely <laughs> going to be the biggest episode then. If you yeah. die after, yeah, if I die on my way home, Dino's last words. I will say this. <laughs> you know, I will say this. As you get older, you know, you have all these things that happen, and you look at it and you say, I remember my dad doing that. I remember my parents' friends doing that. And one hit me tonight between the eyes like a like a sledgehammer. What's that? Driving at night in the rain. Never used to bother me. And it's mm-hmm. raining. Once We only do podcasts in the rain here, right? The last time we were here, yes. pouring rain. <laughs> so I'm driving here tonight. And for the first time, I'm saying, holy shit, this is blinding. Like, you know? And I remember my dad complaining about the fact when he got into his 60s, it was much harder to drive at night. Now, I'm not breaking any ground here. I'm just telling you, this right. shit's going to happen to you. Sure. You know, your knee hurts. You can't see at night. You, you know, whatever. Hey, the, the not seeing at night happened to me when I was 16. Uh, <laughs> I was driving, and I couldn't, I couldn't, every snowflake that hit the windshield turned into a, like a puddle of color, like the world, Walt Disney's magical world of... Why was that, Because the acid hadn't worn <laughs> off yet. Mm. And, you know, by the time I got home, I was a lot better. But those things can happen. Yeah. They're scary as yeah, hell. Yeah. Let me throw out some more names, and because Dino's right. always fun. Just, just, you just throw something at yeah. him. You had a little... When you came back to EI for a brief appearance, you had a little fun with a guy named Alex Reamer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just quick thoughts on Alex Well, Reamer. he was he was, <laughs> he was such a, um, uh, a wannabe... And, and, and virtually talentless on the air. And I will give him credit. He didn't care that he would say stuff that would make people hate him. But he had a 100% return rate on that. 100% of the people who heard this guy, this dweeb, talking on the air and talking about going to, uh, uh, not health clubs, but... Um, uh, what do you call it? Hot tubs. Hot tub. No, no, no. What was a steam steam room? Steam, steam, steam rooms. Same thing. Steam rooms. Yeah. In Toronto for Halloween night or for uh, New Year's Eve yeah. and meeting up with people and doing sweaty things, <laughs> biting pillows. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It, <laughs> it, Stuff like that. It, but but his mo was very obvious. He would reach out and try to engage somebody <laughs> in some sort of dispute. Yeah. Somebody who was more well-known, someone who was more like a shilling, for right. instance, who had more followers, who had more gravitas than he did. Yes. So he could sort of jump into their bandwagon. Striving for relevance. Strive, exactly. Yeah. Striving for relevance and trying to you know, tag on to shilling and shit all over him. And then yeah. have a fight with me and then see if that could get him. And it never worked. And he's since left the broadcast business. Right, yeah. He's, he's now in, yeah. back, he's in politics. Politics. Right, good for him. I hope he does very, very well. Yeah, sure, me too. Sure, be really good at that. Um, the replacement show for... for for your well, it was first your show, and then it was you guys and Kirk's show, and then Kirk and Callahan's show, and then now everybody's gone. Greg Hill, who was down the hall for yeah. so many yeah, years, yeah, yeah. have you heard the new Greg Hill show? I have, I have. It seems a little slow, like the old Greg Hill show. Very much like the very the Hill show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and believe me, I had never heard any of it because he was working when I, when I was working. Sure. Yeah. No, I, I I think Greg's a fine guy, a nice guy. Yep. I have no problem with Greg. Uh, yeah. But, it's I, but a, I, a nice I, little show. Yeah, but there doesn't. There seems to be a lack of energy there. There seems to be a lack of hey, let's you know, let's have some fun. It's kind let's of let's stir like, the shitstorm. A little it's bit. well, wait, wait a minute. You mean I gotta stand in line at Dunkin' Donuts for the colada? <laughs> oh, uh, uh, do, uh, 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 what? really? You know what? And the th- but think, but God bless him. He's been around forever. That's his show. So I guess that's his shtick. And it, when you do something for thirty years, it, how much is it going to change just because you move down Not the hall? You know. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I've never met Danielle, who's on the air with him. She sounds great. I think she does a good job. She, she sounds like she has a nice rack. Yeah. You know. What I mean? <laughs> does she? She's very pretty. <laughs> she, yeah. And, and, and talented. She, I think she's talented and yeah. very talented. I only have and, uh, one. Fitzy's good. One Fitzy's issue with Danielle. Good. And what's that? Cat lady. Makes me sneeze. Oh, she's highly allergic. She has cats. She's like a rescue cat person. Whoa. Well, I mean, God bless her, but me and cats. Sorry. Serious. Ugh. Hate them. Hate them. 
Does it, does she emit that though? When when she no, uh, not at all. She's, in other words, she doesn't smell like. Very nice oh no, no 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 no. And Greg, what Greg's doing I'm is always concerned with what women smell like when you get up within three four feet of them. Well, it's funny they say the same thing about you. <laughs> that's <laughs> we all know what Mikey always, always smells, smells like. like. Yeah, well, that's what how I attract cat ladies. I rub tuna all over me in the morning. <laughs> that's what that house. is. Oh. Yeah, they can't stay away from me. Now, Greg, uh, Greg's trying to create a culture. Uh, with the whole new crew and the whole new thing, yeah. and, and just grow something from that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's not bad, but it's so. Tra- see, to me, it's drastically different from what I got used to. And I, I was a Dennis Callahan guy for so many years. It's like, you know, I always wanted to hear what you or, or Jerry or to both of you want. We were going to say about whatever it was that was going on. Yeah. Interested in what you were going to say? They don't necessarily attack issues in the way that you guys did. Mm. Uh, they seem to have a friendly little group, and it's yeah. not—it's not unlistenable, but it's not—I don't know if it's co- as compelling uh, as as the old days. Well, I, I will say this: it was a difficult time for program directors and general managers and all the people at Intercom when all the stuff had hit the fan and the Minahan thing took place and yeah. all of that and Murchison and all—and it was nuts. I mean, it was nuts, and it was nothing, from what I understand, but turmoil there. So they had to find some settling of the waters. Yes, that's, that's what it is. Right. And it is the settling of the waters, <laughs> and they were done offending people. They were done being edgy. They were done saying things that were just up to the line. Going and maybe safe. They were going to safe. safe. Zone. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Great. So every single show is all about sports, with the exception of the morning show, and they do, I guess, what, news headlines and some and things sport. like that. And, so some, and, and, yeah. and they talk about right. Ernie Buck. But the idea, my, my, my guess is that from on high, the word came we are not offending anybody. Yeah. We're not pissing anybody off. Right. We're not challenging any. We're, we're just going to have fun and talk sports and do water cooler topics, but stay safe out there. That's yes. what they're doing. And Greg is sort of like somebody told me that uh, he's, uh, after all that happened before him and all the problems that came about, that Greg's a, a palate cleanser and they're starting something. He's the sorbet. Start something sorbet, new. Something yeah. new. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I'll tell I'll say something else too. I've dealt with all three in the morning show. They're really nice people. Yeah, and Fitzy's a good guy. Yeah. I mean, I, they seem like a, a good group. Now, I see if I had just had a group like that at night instead of that fucking mutt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. oh God, I still be on. Ben, isn't it amazing how he's put it past him? I know the sensor. Oh. He's just gotten over it. Uh, he's he's it, a bigger man. He's than a all bigger of us. man than mutt. It's has got know, rhino skin. If I had just had somebody, anybody, you uh, know, aside from mutt, uh, I mean. Uh, John Ryder, Chris Villani. I you was and good. Wiggy would have been crazy. <laughs> By the way, Wiggy. Would any of uh, anyone understood what either one of them no, was saying? No, 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 no. <laughs> Wiggy has never been more popular in his life. You know, I mean, I don't care if he's prom king. He never, he never has achieved this level. Of, he's on every show. Well, all the when time. I was at Channel Seven, I went back to East Boston High. With Wiggy yeah. and did a feature. Oh, yeah, he was popular. Was he? Oh, yeah. he was popular. Yeah, he's a real nice guy. Yeah, too. yeah. No, I think I think so. It's it's interesting, you know. But I don't know any of these people anymore. I've been gone three years too. Yeah. So, yeah. Who are these people? Mm. You know. Um, although eventually we'll probably have them all on the podcast. What do you think? All of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now the last time now Robert Kraft this whole Tom Brady thing. Yeah. That's an interesting. Well, it is story. The the uh, the, the new you know Netflix is it Netflix ne- thing Netflix. Uh, the last time I saw Robert Kraft in person was at your house. Mm. You had a party yes. at Cochituate. Cochitu- yes, Lake Cochituate. Lake Cochituate, yes. which sounds like you're swearing, but <laughs> you're not. Um, which is a great party, and Robert Kraft was there. And, you know, I, I've always liked Robert Kraft, and you're obviously friends with him. Um, I don't know that Brady would do the no. kind of thing no. that no. They're, they're saying, oh, well, you know, he knew that this is going to be a joke. No. It seems out of the question. I've known Robert very, very well for 40 years. I don't know Tom nearly as well as I know Bob, mm-hmm. but you're supposed to call him Robert. But I will tell you this. I know about their relationship. Yeah. And there's not a chance. That, I, I heard, was it Merloni or somebody espousing the theory that this was a way to slap back at Kraft. For what, though? Uh, to letting uh, Antonio Brown go. Oh, contract not situation. Giving me, After not giving years. the weapons. Yeah. My contract. Whatever the. Nothing could possibly be further from the truth. No. But I will tell you this. For the first time in the 20 years that I've been watching Tom, I thought he handled a media opportunity extremely poorly. Extremely Dan poorly. Dan Housley? Housley did a great job. He did it. He did a. Uh, he, he was not put off as soon as Tom fought back with the first answer. He said, It's not just me. The entire world is talking about this. Bop, 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 bop. Right. And he was calm and he was not insulting and he was not demeaning. And Although he was I not... think the line that might have insulted Tom a little bit is, What were you thinking? 
Well, yes. That line, yeah, that, the way it was put. I think that's the one that got him. Yes, yeah, it's like when Hugh Grant came out and Johnny Carson said, what were you thinking when he got caught with the, the hooker or whatever? I thought it was what, a woman, obviously. What, exactly. <laughs> what, what were you thinking? But, but all Tom had to do, first of all, I can't believe that Tom was taken by surprise. I can't believe that Tom looked at this situation and said, it's not going to come up. He had to anticipate this, and right. he had to know that, that there was a lot to this and that, that they were going to pounce. If it were me... And if, if he were my media-wise client, and he called me the night before and said, here's what you know, here's what you know, here's what we know, I'm going to meet up tomorrow, what do you say? And I said, I would say this. Well, first of all, tell me what the truth is. Tell me what the truth is, and right. then and we'll go from there. And what he should have done is, listen, we are on to the Jets, but I'm going to deal with this, and I'm going to deal with this one time, and we're going to be done with it. I was asked by a friend to do a favor to appear in this Netflix. What you saw was not shot where you think it was shot. It was done in front of a green, green screen. screen. Yep. The concept was the guy was having a clinic where he was cloning people, and I was supposed to come out of the clinic and sort of be the endorsement for him that, yeah, it apparently works. Look, Tom Brady goes there. Right, right. And that's what happened. Now, obviously, when they put the building behind on the green screen, it looks something different. But there's not a chance in hell, never in a million years, would I ever do anything to to disrespect Robert Kraft or to agree to that if I thought that was the case. Now, your question is, why didn't you know or why didn't your people know? That's a question for another time. I'm just telling you that it was never, ever done with any intention of disrespecting the owner of this. So you can knock off all that weird speculation about the rift between Robert And I'm sure what happened, I'm sure there's somebody in his organization who is either fired or on secret probation for not looking at that, knowing it, realizing it, and saying, Tom, I just saw the clip they sent. It looks like you're coming out of a massage parlor. Yeah. What do you want to do? Right. And the answer would have been, crush it right now. But right. I can't believe Tom knew right. what it looked like and allowed it to go forward. It's too My out of character. Somebody in his little you know, yeah. world screwed up. Probably that Jastrzemski guy Probably that again. Somebody, yeah. Jastrzemski, that guy <laughs> Jastrzemski who was filling up the balls with air. And that guy. That's, that's, get him. Uh, we have Ben here, and Ben, you can play this game with us? Sure. Uh, I have a little game called... <laughs> I love games. Uh, you know... What's the game called there, Mike? Pocket okay. Pool. Oh, you know what? Pocket Actually, pool. this isn't... This isn't <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I'll be right with you, boys. <laughs> um, oh, no, wait. This is actually... This is not... You don't, you don't have to moderate this, but you're, you're welcome to join oh, in. Sure. And so is, so is Bill Smith. I'm going to name a famous person, hmm. and I'm going to see if any of you know their real, actual names. Okay. Because this is so weird. You ready? Jump in. Be happy to you, you jump in anytime you want. Winona Ryder. Real name? C.C. Ryder. Winona. It's C.C. Ryder. John Ryder. Like Winona Hershowitz. That's almost right. Horowitz. Oh, really? How about that? Yeah, I, I knew that. I knew she changed her name. That's so you're going to give us their, their celebrity name and you go make to us guess their mitzvah? real name? Give us their real name and make us guess their celebrity name. Oh, there's a good one. Oh, nice oh, twist. Right. Yeah. Well, so we changing the rules Switch now. Switch it up, man. Okay. okay, ready? Yeah. Already proved we can do Karen that. Karen Johnson. See, this is where you're never going to oh, get it. Oh, Karen, in. yeah. Uh, Karen Valentine. Nope. Room 222. Oh, I, I loved her. <laughs> Did you? Oh. She didn't do it for me. Oh, I would have. No. I, I was a Wonder Woman Karen, snapper. <laughs> Karen Carpenter. No. I'll give you a hint. She's African-American. Karen Johnson? Mm-hmm. Karen Johnson. Karen Johnson. Mm-hmm. Somebody, John. Karen, Karen. Uh-uh. Karen Johnson. Whoopi Goldberg. That's Karen Johnson. Yeah. Really? Can you believe Holy that? crap. I'm leaking. That? I'm leaking. <laughs> Whoopi. She was Whoopi Cushion. What the? That's like, okay. Uh, I wonder how Chris, she got the name Whoopi Goldberg. Where'd that come from? Just, she was trying to be cute. You know, throw together, you know, a couple of weird names that don't go, go together. Well, that's how groups used to do it in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Iron Butterfly, yeah. or you just stick uh, things that don't go Strawberry together. Strawberry Alarm Clock. Strawberry Alarm Clock. Is a classic yeah. example. Hey, you said some peppermints. I love this with you. I heard a song. It's actually on an ad right now, and I wish I could tell you what ad it was. The Vogues. Turn around, look at me. Turn around, look at there me. There is Five someone Volkswagen. walking behind you. Turn around, they it's were, a stalker. They were from the town next to me in Pennsylvania. Turtle Creek, Pennsylvania. No shit, the Vogue. The Vogue. Yeah, they like wore suits and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Really Five o'clock world. Five o'clock uh, All right, who's Krishna Banji? Oh. Krishna. Krishna Banji. Krishna Banji. Uh, yeah, hmm. Oh. See, this is hard. This ben, this way. was yeah. not a good G- idea. Give us a clue. <laughs> ben Kingsley. How's that for a clue? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I know it's Sir Ben Kingsley. 
Sir Ben Kingsley is correct. <laughs> Got it right. <laughs> uh, this is one I like a lot. Whoops. <laughs> Tim Allen's real name. His real name. Real name. Yeah. This is this is a this is an awful name. Um, Arthur Kabinowitz. Timothy Dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Andy's brother. How would you like to have? It's yeah. Andy's brother. Is it really a brother? Yeah, brother? yeah, yeah. Uh, anyone want to guess what Tom Cruise's real name is? Uh, I know that one. I've heard him. this. Maypother. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Maypother the Fourth. There you go. Oh, oh don't you Douchey. hate him a lot? Now, how do you get Tom Cruise? I, I, I don't. I, you know, I don't, but don't you hate him? What's more? his best movie? You're going to say Top Gun. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't Rain know. Man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Rain yeah. Man was He awesome. was good in only, Rain Man. Only because Dustin Hoffman carried him. I'll, I'll go like... with A Few Good Men. That's true, too. How about uh, Michael Keaton's real name? It's Michael Douglas. He had to change yes! it because oh. of Michael Douglas. Wow. Man, it's good. Michael, that this is fucking... Oh, you did the research for this, by, didn't by you? By the way, <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> Michael Douglas, you know, he had the issues. That he, you know, he's in, a, he's in a new movie called Not Gladiator. <laughs> man, does he look like his old man now? Yeah. Whoa. His old man is not his old man now. He looks like his old man used to. The academy now. should be spanked right. for doing that, wheeling him out. I know. Don't you think? Say well, a few or words for somebody. Uh, that was sad. Yeah. He, he, say a few words for us. I am Spartacus. It's like they, <laughs> it's like they trotted Bob Dole out the I other night. Spartacus. It's the same thing. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. The, the greatest... And George Bush at the end with the mouth thing going. Yeah. Um, the... You, you got to tell your loved ones. Listen, when, I, when the mouth starts getting crooked. Yeah. Don't let me don't out. Don't let me out. No. No. <laughs> the best line Bob Dole ever had was when he fell off the front of that campaign stage. And uh, he got back up on the stage and he says, I fell off the stage, and on my way down to the ground, my phone rang three times. It, were, it was lawyers. It was, <laughs> <laughs> That's you know, good. He was actually pretty good. I liked yeah. him. All right, so now a quick break. From the, because I want, I want to play this song for entertainment purposes. Yes. This is uh, just a little quick request we got from one of our viewers, our listeners. Yeah. And I know Dino will like this because uh, I don't know if he's a Martin Mull fan, but he's going to like this song because it's a samba. Let's hear it. This is called The Humming Song. The humming song. Yeah, listen to the lyrics. Okay. It's very, very important. Thanks, Mike. Last night I took you home And we began to mm-hmm. You were such a Martin Mull. Can you believe that? Wow, he has a good voice. We resurrected him just for this How did you find that? Broadcast. Well, you know, where did you hear this? I used to actually play that on the morning radio in Hartford, Connecticut. I had a gig where I replaced Howard Stern. I was a morning man at WCCC. And I played that like once a week because people loved <laughs> the that. The Hummer song. The Humming song. Yeah, with Martin Mull. It's pretty good stuff. Now, John Dennis is not only a, 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 a huge golf fan, but a pretty darn good golfer. Although he's not better than Kathy. He's no. She's pretty awesome on yeah, a golf course. Yeah. As, as is her twin sister. Yes. Do, do you beat her anymore? Never. I don't I mean. No. Uh, <laughs> say, when did you stop beating your wife? <laughs> I mean, does she, when you out play golf, does she win? Uh, okay. I would say eight out of ten times. Wow. Yeah. She, she can pot. She weighs, a hun- she weighs 100 and she hits a two. Yeah. And it's, and it's sickeningly in the middle. Yeah. And it's sickeningly on the green. And it's sickeningly 
two putts for a par, and away yeah. we go. She, her short game is unbelievable because she's 5'2", yep. <laughs> something yep. like that. Yep. Uh, but she's wonderful, and uh, you're going to be playing a lot of golf as you head to Florida, I'm sure, with her. But I want to ask you some golf, a question about old golf clubs because when I learned to play golf, my grandfather, Montford, gave me his wooden shafted niblick. N- He's oh, already boy. into right. it. Right. Oh, oh, Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. He nibbled you. I said, Grandpa, me? These, Grandpa, these are wooden shafts. He says, yeah, did you ever talk to Pinocchio? It's not as bad as you think. Uh, oh, Niblick is right, but yeah. what, which kind of Niblick? There were three. A mashy. Mashy Niblick is a seven iron. Yeah. All right? Yeah. And what's uh, what's an eight iron? Oh, Niblick. Spoon. Pitching Niblick. Oh, pitching Niblick. Yeah. There's three Nibblicks. Is there a spoon? Yeah, well, the spoon is the uh, the higher lofted woods. Oh, you know, it's like the five wood kind of thing, yes, or a hybrid. Like a baffling spoon is the, isn't it? Isn't it weird that old farts that played golf actually didn't just go to the number system? They called them mashy, spade mashy, wow, which is a six iron. Uh, how about cleek? Cleek, cleek, yeah, I've heard of cleek. That's the driving iron. Yes, and the 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 clubs didn't have any numbers on them at all. They had those little stupid names on it. I like it. I do too. I think it's kind of old school, but. Do you know why there are 18 holes? Why? Do you know why? No. There's a reason for it. I have no idea. When the Scots invented it, they went out and they took a bottle of whiskey with them. And they took a slug after every hole. Right. I've done that. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) They ran out after 18 slugs. They were done. So that's it. If you take, yeah. That's so weird. We're going home. Going home. We're done. (laughs) I don't know. Just bring a little extra and do 20 just to not be, you know, an asshole about it. But that's funny. Can I tell you my favorite golfing joke? Yes. May I? Yes, of course. That can be a little dirty, right? A- absolutely. Yeah. It's a podcast. So uh, the four of us were go- – I should tell the story, uh, uh, Billy, when we were out, the four of us golfed. Yes. So Billy and I are in one cart, and, and Mikey and Ben are in the other cart. And we're on the third or fourth hole, and Mikey crushes one, 200 down the fairway and 200 to the right end of the woods. Huh. So Mikey and Ben go looking into the woods – for the ball. And Billy and I are sitting there five minutes, six minutes, seven minutes. Said, Jesus, Christmas, what is taking us so long? Let's go, let's go, we got to play. So Billy and I walk into the woods, and there is Ben with Mikey bent over a log, and he is blamming him up the butt. And I go, Jesus, Ben, what are you doing? He said, well, we came in here, we're looking for Mikey's ball, and he grabbed his chest, and he started having chest pains. And he fell down, and he was having a heart attack. And I said, well, for Christ's sake, I said, when he's having a heart attack, that's when you're supposed to give him mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. He says, well, that's how it started. (laughs) 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 True story. True story. True story. story. I really have it. I got one golf joke. It's an Irish one. All right. This Irish guy goes to confession. You know, know, confession. Are you Catholic, right? Some of you? Yeah. Uh, he's in confession. He's talking to the priest. He says, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. My, my, you know, and my last confession was three, three months ago. These are my sins. I did this. I did that. And then at last he goes, oh. And I said the F word on the golf course. The priest says, what happened, my son? He says, well, I was on the first hole, Father, and I hit the drive of my life. I hit it right straight ahead with my driver as far as I could hit, but it hit a bird. It hit a bird, did it? So you said the F word there, did you, my son? He goes, no, I got lucky. It rolled out into the fairway. Well, then what happened? Well, I hit a two-iron father. I bore a hole through the wind right toward the pin, just like you read about. But it hit a branch sticking out over the fairway. Oh, you hit a branch. You said the F word there, did you? He says, no, I got lucky. It rolled up near the apron. Well, then what happened? I took out my pitching club, father, and I sculled it. He says, so you said the F word there, did you? He said, no, it rolled up about three feet from the pin. And the priest says, don't tell me you missed the fucking putt. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, so uh, <laughs> the palindrome of the day segment. I know that Dino would not know to bring one because how could he? I know. I mean, he's, you true. Know, he's not part of the planning. Is this sport. sponsored by anybody? Uh, actually, it's No. <laughs> <laughs> I look over at Ben and I, I was going to say Webster's Dictionaries, but no, they don't give a that shit. That was good, okay. Uh, the palindrome of the day. Do you have one, Ben? I do. What I is believe it? I told you Just before. Tell me again, would you please? Because I've heard What's the, you, What? The Adam. The, there's one with Adam, right? Madam, I'm Adam. Madam, I'm Adam. Yeah, that's, but that's, 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 that's too simple. That's a layup. Yeah. It's like race car. This one's it, kind of a layup. Like Lisa Bonet ate no basil. Yeah, no. It's the same kind of thing. Dr. Awkward. Doctor Awkward. Mm, still a palindrome. It's a bad one though. Fuck you. Well, it's, I it's like bad. Doctor Awkward. You. Thank you, John. I like longer ones. They're a little more challenging. Yeah. <laughs> Palindromes of the. I have two. Yes. Lay a wallaby baby ball away, Al. <laughs> Let me say it again so you understand. Who's Al? Lay, does that really matter? <laughs> 
lay a wallaby baby ball away, Al. It's a, it's a palindrome. Yeah. And my, my champion, though, for the day is this. Mm. Straw? No. Too stupid a fad. I put soot on warts. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's something nice about that, because it's got a little cure written right into it for... Uh, for warts. Uh, for warts, yeah. or what have you. Uh, we do a thing called Brushes with Greatness. Now, you've met everybody. Yeah. Dino has been you know, in TV so long, you must have met every famous TV person ever in the history of Boston. Yeah, kind of. I mean, you know, people... Oh, Boston to, people? Yeah. And they're people all dying now. You no, know, they're dying now. Who? Well, hell. Uh, Clark Booth, John Henning, um, uh, Charlie Austin... Uh, oh, he was a great guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of my contemporaries yeah. are not making it to God's waiting room in Florida. Well, you know, but that'll ha- that'll happen. Uh, you know, as time marches on. But I mean, you in your lifetime, you have a. If you had to make a list of all the famous people you've met, yeah. there'd be it'd be too long. It'd be too long for any podcast. But we we pick out one where you say, ah, this is one guy I'm really glad I met. Let's have Ben go first. Go ahead, Ben. No. Okay. Well, I've said some on the show. Can I use Liz, my fiance? Can she be a stand-in for this segment? Yeah, I guess so. Okay, because I've told most of my brushes with greatness. Oh, so I wanted to get someone one of Liz hers. met. Yes. Oh, okay. absolutely. Sure. It was someone she rebuffed. I know you guys are not big into the hip hop community. Mm-hmm. It's a little too young for you. Way too young. Have you heard the name Future? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So down in uh, New Orleans for Mardi Gras, my fiance was down there having a good time with some friends. Future, the rapper, I tried to. Uh, well, boink her. Yes, boink. Try to boink her. Tried boink. to be in her future. Absolutely. And uh, she politely turned him down. Not knowing who he asked, was. Well, she asked the name. Oh. And uh, she might have been a little drunk at this time. She asked the name. She goes, oh, my name's Future. And her response was, as in the? <laughs> <laughs> so this is just one of those times where I know I'm a better man than Scottie Pippen. Because Scottie Pippen, his wife... Boinked, as you like to say, oh, future. Future. Oh, Ooh. how about that? Whoa. So I got one up on Pippin. How about that? So far, so good. Yeah. Dino, somebody you really, really happy that you met in your life. Larry David. No uh, shit. I have Larry David's cell phone in my phone. Want to call him? No, well, yeah. <laughs> no, no, you know, when Dino left his iPad here, I, I copied that yeah, down. So you don't did. worry. Larry yeah. David was good. Uh, played golf with Greg uh, where Norman. Did you that meet was in. Larry what David? was the context? At the Three Stooges movie oh, in Atlanta okay. for the Fairley Brothers. Uh, right, right, right. And he was staying in the same hotel that Jerry and I were staying in. And after the, uh, the shooting, it was 7 or 8 o'clock at night, and we're, we, the limo or the, the van is taking us back to the hotel from the set. And he's in the, in the van with Jerry and me, and he's very cordial, but he, pretty much the same kind of guy. Yeah. You know, kind of a little cranky. <laughs> I mean, what, pretty much what you see is what you got. Yeah, yeah. And he said, you guys going to get anything to eat? I said, yeah, I'll meet you in the bar in like you know, 20 minutes. Said, all right, we'll see you in the bar. So we get down to the bar, and it's, it's a very nice hotel that has, you know it's a nice one when they have couches and overstuffed chairs and tables and settings all over yeah. the place. Dick Raddatz chairs. Yeah. <laughs> so we go in there, and, and he comes in, and he's obviously very noticeable, and everybody sees him right away. And, and I said, do you want to go sit in the back? And he said, yeah. So we go in the, in the back corner, and he puts his back to the room so nobody can see him, which I understand. And we're in Atlanta. Nobody knows Jerry and me from anybody there. And we're chatting and so on and so forth. And we were talking about the fact of, of being recognized and, and what a pain it can be. While celebrity certainly has its benefits, it has some drawbacks when people are, you know, interrupting your mashed potatoes. Yeah, or you're trying to take a leak. Trying to take a leak or yeah. whatever. <laughs> and, uh, and he said, and, and I don't even mind being recognized. He said, it's the ones who just hang around and want to have these long, involved conversations with me about Seinfeld or pardon the, not pardon the interruption, uh, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. enthusiasm. Greenfly types. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I said, well, Larry, I said, I can't believe you don't have a, a, a plan for that. It's, it's very simple. I said, it doesn't happen to me very often, but if somebody sticks around too long, I said, it works 100% of the time. He said, what are you talking about? I said, all you do after it's pretty clear that they're not just going to walk away on your own, you put your hand out and say, hey, Mike, it was very nice to meet you. Right. Really nice talking to you, Some Mike. Some finality. A finality. To, you're signaling the end of the, the conversation. Right. You shake his hand. You look at him and say, Mike, hey, it was really good talking to you. I'm moving on now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, anybody, I said it works 100% and of the time. it's not impolite. It isn't. No. It is. It's not like, fuck you, I don't want to sign an autograph. It's, hey, me, but nice yeah. talking to you. It's yeah. good talk. I got a nice thing. to meet you. I got a thing. You point I to your watch. I swear to God, there. 15 minutes later, this lady walks up, half in the bag. Larry mm-hmm. David, I love Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. you're so good. It's all, thanks very much. She says, I'm from here. Would you take a picture? 
picture with your dad, take a picture. And now she's standing there. <laughs> so he looks at me like this, and he puts his hand out. And he, I forget her name was. He says, Linda, he said, it was great talking to you. <laughs> she goes, it. she says, it was great talking to you. Let me see. And she sits down. He looks at me and oh. goes, fuck you. <laughs> she, she, sat, she sat down. Oh. She took it as an invitation yeah. that he was having a good time talking to her. Now, those uh, Fairly Brothers movies, you, met, you, you did a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, a lot of you, you had the, the, the Kingpin role. Kingpin? Where you, you, Bill Murray and all those guys were in that movie. Woody Harrelson? That must have been a Randy good Randy Quaid? Ten, ten, we were... 10 or 11 days in Reno, Nevada. Ever been? Ugh. Never been to Reno. No, only Vegas. Yeah. I've only been to Vegas. Uh, how about you, Smitty? I won. Two, I know you already told us one time you met Elvis. That was pretty awesome. That was, Whoa. Uh, yeah, Elvis Presley. I was in the Navy and we did that thing and yeah. uh, brought him over to Fort Island and the, the memorial. But you I was talk, trying to think. Did you I, talk to him? Like, who? No, I wasn't allowed to talk to him. Oh. I, I just had to like listen to orders. I drove him over there in the boat, brought him back, and when he was done, he did say those magic words. Thank you, Thank, you Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very much. much. Yeah, he did. Thank he was very Thank polite. You. But he was he was beautiful. You got any peanut butter and banana? And bacon. By the way, I'm, I need a hotel room. It has a two-way mirror in it. Um, so who's your next one? <laughs> the next one, I don't know, man. I'm trying to think of people that I've met. And for some strange reason, this one popped in. Um, back in 1975, WBZ had a thing called the BZ Big Broadcast. Excuse me. The BZ Big Broadcast. And... Uh, Everybody and their mother was there. They were. It was just a big Only celebration. Big it, was, it was an anniversary of uh, WBZ and the, I think the bicentennial as well. Uh, maybe of seventy six. Did you meet Carl DeSus? I, I Carl DeSus <laughs> told me when I asked Carl DeSus, "How did you manage to stay in uh, at at one station for thirty years?" Yeah. Which at the time Good was question. unheard of. And he adjusted his ascot and yes. he said, "Dear boy." You fight the bastards off one day at a time. <laughs> and, nice. and that was it. And uh, I'm looking at Carl DeSouza like he was God. I was this hayseed from, uh, I just left Columbus, Ohio. So. Yeah, uh, true hayseed. And, and here I am working at WBZ. Columbus isn't that much of a hayseed town. Well, at the time it Dino's was. Dino's going to drive through all the fucking hayseed towns on his way to Florida. Oh, yeah. But it was great. It was real nice. But during that broadcast, I met Gene Rayburn. Oh, the match game. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yes. And he was another guy, a big, tall guy. He was, uh, and we just sat in the van, in the, in the BZ remote van, and he was waiting to go meet someone, and we talked for about five minutes, but one of the things he told me, because it was something I had never thought about before, when they do those shows, was it the match game? Yeah. Yes. They did five in a row. Right. Yeah. Now, he lived on the vineyard. This is a story he told me, anyway. He lived on the vineyard. He would get on a plane, leave Logan, out to L.A., do the five shows. They'd pay him, an, he said, an embarrassing amount in, in of money. In one day, they did in five In one day, shows, they yeah. did all the shows. And uh, he said, notice the guests have all the same clothes on, but mine are different for each show. It's yeah. very interesting. Anyway, then he would fly back and stay here for four days or five days. That's a good gig. Yeah, that's what he commute. did. And he said that the money was unbelievable. You know what I remember about Gene Rayburn? Mm. He was the first on-camera uh, game show host that had that skinny microphone thin. with the little yeah. thin microphone, yes. tiny little handle, and a little cherry on yes. top. Yes, so he didn't have to lift his hand all the way up yeah, and yeah, hold yeah. the microphone. Remember that? What microphone? about lavaliers? Didn't happen no, back no, then? No, no, no. See the TV stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, my, my brushes of greatness include uh, people I met at a, uh, my first r- radio telethon. It was for cerebral palsy on Channel 30 in Hartford, Connecticut. Yes. And I was a radio guy. They brought in radio people to help them out with it. It was 24-hour, 48-hour radiothon. Now, those things can be really tedious. So they had three celebrity hosts. One of them was Bob Crane, who's, <laughs> who got <laughs> you know beat up and killed uh, in a sex romp thing out in uh, I believe it was Arizona. Uh, uh, yeah, Phoenix, Arizona, uh, yeah, or somewhere where he where he bit it. Great. Well, I got a chance to talk to him a little bit, so yeah. I walked out. I said, "I'm going to ask him a question that no one probably ever asked." I said, yeah, "Let me ask you this question, Bob." He goes, "Yeah." I said. Does Werner Klemperer smell funny? <laughs> he goes, actually, he does. I, I said, like sauerkraut? He's like laughing. So then the, the next guy came along to do the night shift. Was You didn't ask him about John Banner? No. I didn't, oh. At the time, I didn't give was a shit Banner? about John Banner. Now I do. Yeah. But, uh, Schultz. 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 He's I dead. Nothing. So Ross Martin, who was played Artemis Gordon. Sure, on Wild Wild, Wild West. Wild West. He a great show, next, by the way. And I went to him and I said, you know what? Hey, hi, Ross. How are you? Night, Mike Adams. How are you? Good, good, good. I said, let me ask you a question. Robert Conrad. He goes, yes. I said, did he smell funny? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, he kind of did. He liked women's perfume. And I said, no. You know, so then I walked away. At night, I had the night shift, and the guy that was my co-host for the whole night was Paul Peterson from... Uh, Donna Reed. The Donna Reed Show. Oh, my dad. 
Paul Peterson. He sang that song, he My sang Dad. My Dad. <laughs> so I'm working with him all night. In between a couple of the lulls, I said, I said, I said I'm going to ask him a question. I said, did Shelly Fabre, did she, did she smell Did she smell funny? <laughs> he said, she did. It was like cabbage, kind of a cabbage smell. I said, holy shit. And all that happened in one radio telethon while we raised money for a very That's good a cause. line of questioning there. Did they smell for good? a very good cause. But see, people don't ask those questions. And I, I go right to the, you know, I ask the question. It's true. You know, My like other one was Ronald Reagan. Oh. Right. Oh, there's a picture on your Twitter is you with Reagan. Yes. Yes. I was hosting a giant event for the president at the Sheraton Boston. Yeah. He left his hearing aids on Air Force One at Logan. Couldn't hear a damn thing. Oh, boy. And we were in the green room together, and I was, and I have a large, big mouth. John, would you go to the plane and get my And I was, and he couldn't hear a damn thing. John, could you tell me where the where the, where the crapper is? is? Yeah, I'm use the crapper. Yeah. I've got to take a dump you wouldn't believe. And they, I guess they sent some Secret Service back to the plane to get it, but it was not in time. And I introduced him, and he could hear nothing. Oh, that's But he too got bad. up, and he just killed the room. He did, huh? He was great. Yeah. Yeah, I always liked Reagan. There's something about him. You know, like the best one they asked him, Mr. Reagan, Mr. President, is what's the biggest country with America today? Is it ignorance or is it indifference? He said, well, I don't know and I don't care. <laughs> uh, John Dennis is here with us, and we've done a lot of little features, haven't we? Yes, we have. Yeah. I just want to get John Dennis going a little bit. Dino on, on the uh, – because uh, the, the political is where he's just unbelievable. You're living in a state where it's seventy percent Democrat. I'm not living in. Well, I'm. Li- I'm not a resident of. Right. Oh, that's right. That's I'm right. a Florida resident now. But you've lived here for I, a long, I, long, long time. time. <clears throat> how, how brutal is it, Twitter or otherwise, for you to take? Because well, you know what happens. You say something that's anything to the center or or to the right of center. Yeah. In this state, and you're going to hear about it from a whole bunch of people. Probably a little bit. You got that with the deal campaign. Yes. Well, the the. There is a very long list and a legacy of mass hole politicians who weren't satisfied with being embarrassments on just a state level. They had to take it to a national level. I mean, think about Dukakis and Teddy and now Mitt Romney, Pierre Delecto. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Pierre Delecto. Where did he get that? Uh, really? Where did he get that? And and Elizabeth Warren. I mean, it's one after the other that it's not enough that they embarrass themselves and this state and this Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. They have to do it on a on a national scale. Our our you know winning streak or losing streak is is astronomical. Hey, presidential candidates Kerry. Yes. Right? Uh, who, who else? Uh, 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 Barney Frank went down in flames. Oh yeah yeah Ooh. yeah yeah. Uh, well, you mentioned Dukakis. Every you know. single Speaker of the House, although that's not a national thing. Yeah. I mean, think about all the all the jail time that Speaker of the House up on Beacon Hill. Right. You oh, know? yeah. You know, I did a thing. Uh, it, was, it was the Emmy Awards, and I was uh, up on stage. I was presenting one year, and uh, the, the Masters of Ceremonies at the time were Peter McNeely and Mike Dukakis. And I went up there on stage, and I, I took the <laughs> microphone from him. I said, I am so honored to be up here on the same stage with two guys who lasted about 45 seconds. <laughs> oh. uh, you should have seen the looks on their faces. Oh, they, oh, like they were. They my, weren't my happy boss with you. wasn't happy with Get his you. name. Yeah. Yeah, right. Um, I'm going to throw out a name. You just give me, give me you know, three-word synopsis oh, okay. of a, uh, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Why does she do that with her fingers like this all the time? She talks, it splits them up like mm-hmm. Spock, like Mr. Spock. There is something going on with the Botox and the alcohol <laughs> and the dementia and the palsy. And it's all centered all together right underneath her nose. Yeah. Watch her. There's a thing going on with just the mouth. Where I think, I, I do think it's a Botox thing. Yeah. I think it's some sort of anaphylactic <laughs> response right. to the Botox injections. Her mouth is not working anymore. Yeah. yeah, no, she's got she's yeah, got yeah. some tightness going on. No, it's the opposite way that uh, John Kerry went. He he ended up looking like clutch cargo. Only the lips moved. The rest of the face right, was, was frozen. frozen. Yeah, yeah, very weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, how about uh, Jerry Nadler? Oh my God! Follow Tweedle- the Olympic Road. He is he is he is Tweedledee's brother. Have you seen the big picture before he lost his weight? Yeah, he, he was gigantic. Huge. Guy. He was huge. Yeah. See, here's the here's the overall thing about the left that I would just like to throw out there. It is amazing what they have done to themselves. If you are a moderate, if you are a conservative, if you are right of center and not left, and even if you are a little bit left-leaning, you've got to be looking at what the left and the Democrats are doing. And what they are doing is trying to distance themselves 
as far as possible from Donald Trump. Right. It's like Trump is is this this poison that we have to get away from. And as a result, each one has tried to outdo the other with something more moonbatish than the one before. About their level of hatred for Trump. No, 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 no. Beyond that. Oh, oh they all policy share that. Wise, policy wise. Yeah, yeah. And so what was what was Free college. What was left is now lefter, is now is now progressive, is now millennial, is now socialist, is now insane. Right. And I don't know whether he did this on purpose. I think it's sort of an unintended consequence for him that they have tried to distance themselves and say so many outrageous things like free college, we have to take care of the illegal immigrants who are here. You know that we pay $135 billion a year to take care of illegal immigrants in this country. That's not enough. They want them to vote. They want to give them more free stuff. Driver's license. Driver's licenses. The whole thing. Right. The whole thing. So, So my point is, in an effort to distance themselves from Trump because they wanted to look like they were as far away from him as, as possible. They have run off the cliff. Yeah. They have gone off the cuckoo highway into a ravine. Sex change operations for prisoners. Oh, exactly. You know, All of we, this. we got to pay for that. And so, you know what? When you get outside of the Beltway, and you get outside of Manhattan, and you get outside of the universities, what's it called? Academia? You get outside of that. Everybody in the world looks at this and says, this, this? Is, this what is this? Yeah. I mean, do you think people in the Rust Belt. Do you think people in the breadbasket give a shit about the Ukraine? I want my president to get a quid pro quo. Listen, if you want $400 million in military aid, what am I getting out of this? Mm-hmm. Can you tell me what Biden's kid did when he was over there? Yeah, yeah, I right. want somebody to leverage people like that. I mean, if I'm giving you $400 million for you to buy tanks, by God, what do I get for it? Right. You know? Even Hannibal Lecter and Clarice had quid pro quo. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like Cl- Clarice. Clarice. If you had uh, I to, want to quid pro yeah. quo Clarice. Gun to your head. Yeah. One of these Democrats, you had to vote for one of them. Yeah, Tulsi, I guess. I knew it yeah. was going to yeah. be the yeah. Tulsi. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's got, she, you know, obviously she's not, she's not afraid. Well, here, here's how you know that they've all gone off the cuckoo cliff. Elizabeth Warren seems almost like one of the more moderate ones in the group. Yeah. And she is a moonbat to the nth degree. Right. So they have presented, you know, 23 down to 20, down to 19. You know, he gets his Beto who's going to come and get your guns. And, <laughs> oh, my God. He should run for student council president. But I'll tell you this. I'm, and mark this down. On this date, I'm telling you who the 46th president of the United States will be. Okay. The 45th is Trump. Trump. He's going to win again. So he'll still be the 45th. After his four-year term, want to know who it is? Yeah. John James. Oh, there oh you go. the guy you talked about was service Michigan. Man. Black guy. Black guy. Yeah. 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 Oh, he's very good. Very good. Yeah. He will be exactly what the Republican Party needs. Right. He will be exactly what the Democrats wish they had. Yeah. He yeah. will be, and it's going to be now, easy. You should bet that in Vegas. I, I'm going to bet it. That would come, come yep. through big for you if it actually happened. John James he, will be the 46th president of the United States. Can I ask another question, both of you guys? Because yes. you're both Trump supporters. Well, actually, I'm a centrist libertarian who preferred Trump over Hillary. Can I just say this? I, 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 I can't stand Trump's personality. Okay, the, the, that's the, where I was going. The question was going to be, yes. what don't you like about yeah. him? Because I don't a, hear a from the right very no, much what they he, don't like. His, his coarse personality makes yeah. it hard on himself. He is obnoxious. He is a bully. Yeah. He is a narcissist. Egotistical. A, a narcissist. But he is the most effective president we have had since Ronald Reagan. Right. If you... Cut aside all the bullshit and all the bullying. And by the way, if he were to ask me, I'd say, tone it down a little bit. Sure. I mean, the, the insults. Media-wise, you would tell him. You know what? Let them be obnoxious. Let them continue to obstruct and, and scream but and can yell. He, he can't and, help and, himself, and, and, though, he I don't can't. think. And, and let the entire United States look at the bad behavior of the Democrats right. and say, we want something. Don't join them in their bad behavior right. by calling them Sleepy Joe and all this all this stuff. Just try to be a little less acerbic, a little less and, of an asshole. And when he ha- hangs a nickname on somebody, it seems to stick. Yeah. Like, he's really, really good at branding friends or enemies uh, as he would like to. But, you know, what's weird about him is I don't think that a lot... He, he said He's doing the things he said he was going to do when yeah. he ran for president. Now, the fact that he's been talking about how great he is the whole time oh, is what makes him, you know, repulsive to some people. But I don't necessarily need to have a president who's the great world's greatest guy or the greatest dancer or Mr. Popularity. Just get something. stuff done. Exactly. Get stuff done. Thank you very Can much. Imagine this, though. Imagine if Washington had a, a, a modicum of cooperation. 
There is nothing he can do and there is nothing he can say that they won't say it's a bad thing. Two months ago, they were screaming, end these endless wars. Yes. And he gets people out of, a, uh, uh, out of Syria. Yeah. You're and, abandoning and the you're, Kurds. You're, you're abandoning our friend the Kurds. First yeah. of all, there's nobody in this. There are very few people in this nation of 327 million people who can fucking point to the map and tell you where Syria is. Right. And most of them thought Kurds were lumps in cottage cheese until two weeks ago. I still do. And, 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 and but, but now that he took that, now it's, we're going the other way. It's, it's the other way. Yeah. So I, imagine what he could get accomplished if they said, can we just put aside all of this and maybe work on the opioid thing a little bit right. and save 71,000 lives this year? Right. Maybe we can put aside our hatred for each other and work on something, you know, the t- whatever. Right. But it's not. It's we have to stop him at every juncture. And I think the American people, by and large, not New York, not the Beltway, are just sick of all this, just sick you know, of the it's, acrimony. It's funny, you remind me, on my way home, I've got to get some curds and whey to give to Little Miss Muffet right in the Tuffet, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's on the way home, i got to get to that. got to get some of that. Yeah, you know, you want you some of that? Oh, you going out, huh? And you sat down beside her, frightened her away. Uh, Dino, great to have you on again. My pleasure. Award-winning podcaster on this podcast, the champions, still the reigning champion so far of this, and uh, we always like to close it out uh, with one of Ben's requests. And Ben has asked me if uh, we could do the love boat to close out tonight's oh, podcast. So. Wow. Here we go. <laughs> well, hold on. First, we have it's, to go up to the booth yeah, make sure it's Joe. It's Castiglioki. It's okay. not me. Well, it's Castiglioki. Hey, Joe, we're going to do the song. Are you ready? I'm so ready. I was born ready. All right. <laughs> Motherfucker. Huh? It's all yours, Joe. Thank you very much. Love. Exciting and new. Come aboard. We're expectorating you. That's spitting in baseball terms. Love. It's life's sweetest reward. Let it flow. It flows back to you. It's a heavy day for me today. Soon we'll be making another run. Yeah, the love boat promises something.